0: What is up, you happy hustlers? Super stoked for this interview with the man, the myth, the legend, one of the most legit happy hustlers in the game to date. His name is Mr. John Lee Dumas. Guys, he has cracked the code on mixing business with pleasure. He has a huge online business that crushes it week in, week out, And has really positively impacted millions of people's lives. I know he has mine. He really is one of the main inspirations for me even starting this podcast on my own. And I just wanted to take a moment to reflect and say how grateful I am for him to come on the show. Guys, he's the host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, an award-winning podcast where he interviews inspiring entrepreneurs who are truly on fire. With over 2,000 episodes, 1 million plus listens a month, guys, that's a month, and seven figures of annual revenue. JLD is just getting started. Visit eofire.com to learn more about him. He's got tons of different podcasting courses, different resources, different tools, and he can help set your entrepreneurial journey on fire. Boom! Now let's get into the interview with Mr. John Lee Dumas. John Lee Dumas, welcome to the Happy Hustle podcast. I am so absolutely stoked to have you on. Thank you, brother, for being here.
1: Kerry, I am fired up, brother. I am happy, I'm a hustler, and I'm on fire. So
0: let's do this. He really is, guys. When I was putting this podcast together, I couldn't think of a better first interview guest to bring you all. I mean, he has literally designed his entire business around being happy and he has literally. I just want to read some stats for you guys, just so you're aware of the level that JLD plays at. Last month alone, in October, he made one hundred and eighty three thousand dollars from France. He was doing a thirty day vacation in France with his partner in crime, Kate, and of that, only twenty five. K was expenses, essentially, which brings him to a net profit of almost 86% margins. Talk about a happy hustler going on vacation, making money abroad. His systems are in check. JLD, I mean- how do you do it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will tell you all of
1: my secrets in less than 90 seconds. Just kidding. But no, I will say that for me, honestly, looking back, like it was actually a 90-day total trek. So, those 30 days that you're pulling from was a full month income report that we did for the month of October. We were in France every one of those days, working less than an hour a day, netting, not grossing, netting over $150,000. And we did the exact same thing in September. We did the exact same thing in October. You know, numbers were either 20K up or 20K down as your business fluctuates, but they were all well over $100,000 in net profit during this 90-day trek that we took around the world, working less than an hour a day. You know, as you know, I think from following me on Instagram, you saw me hanging out with Tony Robbins at a very in-person, intimate 10-person mastermind, which was absolutely incredible. But I think the key thing to note here before we go forward is... I could not have done that year one, year two, year three, probably not even year four in my business. I'm currently in year seven. So I've really been working really, really hard on basically three things in the last three years of my business, how to create the systems and the mm-hmm. automations to get to where we can, I can really share the numbers of what we just shared recently with you know, going off and taking these world treks. Number two, you know, just being more happy, which is why when I saw like what you're doing here and the, the theme, the message that you're promoting, I'm like, dude, I'm on board. Like literally I'm not even booking interviews for like two and a half months from now, but for Carrie, I made an exception. We go way back and you know, this guy has been a big influence for me on the health and wellness side, which is really my third point as years three, the last year, last three years, 17, 18, and now 19, my honest number one priority is health is wellness, is nutrition, is fitness, because am I really going to enjoy all of this wealth that I'm accruing, especially now that I'm here in Puerto Rico paying only 4% tax? so I'm really accruing this massive war chest of wealth. Am I going to enjoy it? If I'm in pain, if I'm overweight, if I'm on, un- no, of course not. So, I mean, Man, I am just thrilled with those three things. I'm really focusing on the systems, the automations, being more happy, and of course, being much, much more healthy every step of the way. That's why I can't wait to be at the April event that you guys are throwing here. It's going to be a blast, and I'm looking forward to being, you know, definitely involved with that because that's where my time, my energy, my bandwidth is going. Is how can I be happy? How can I be healthy? And then, of course, how can I keep my business running in the manner that I want it to be running? Um, you know, very high net profit, very small lean team, but still making a lot of money doing what I love doing, which, you know, flipping the mic, I get to interview the world's most successful entrepreneurs. I've been doing it since 2012, over 2,300 episodes I've produced,
0: and I'm not slowing down anytime soon. No, guys, he is just getting started. I hope you all listened and learned from that little value. I mean, we could end the interview right now and boop the happy hustlers out there would just get <laughs> exactly what they came for. But guys, JLD is literally running probably the most successful online business that, I've, that I know of. I don't know if you know of anyone else who's got those type of margins with that type of workflow. Obviously, it was a journey, guys. It's seven years in the making. That's what this is all about is enjoying the journey along the way, not grind until you're blue in the face and you're not enjoying every moment. That's why I wanted to come on the mic with JLD to share how he got to this point in his journey and how he did, because I've been following you since day one, brother. Yeah, And and really, you have continuously enjoyed the journey, not just the destination. Sure, you're at a, a beautiful destination. You live in Puerto Rico. You have you know, this picture-perfect lifestyle, but Throughout the journey, you've maintained that energy, that that happiness, and have been able to add so much value to the world and to other entrepreneurs like myself. I mean, I just want to say gr- how grateful I am for you, brother. Seriously. Well, I received that, man. Thank you. Seriously, man, it has really shaped my journey because this podcast that I'm now launching, you know, wouldn't even be possible without Podcasters Paradise, guys. If you're looking to launch your own podcast, he's got an unbelievable course and platform, Podcasters Paradise, that just walks you through step-by-step step exactly what to do to launch your first podcast. He's got the podcast journal, the Freedom Journal, the Mastery Journal, these products that can really add tremendous value to your life if you let them, if you implement them, right? That's what it's all about, implementing. Thank you. Appreciate that. And just a quick
1: note um, you know, for anybody that's like, well, you know, I love what Carrie's doing right now, and I, and I love maybe what John's been able to build through podcasting, et cetera, I even have a beginner level course that's completely free, freepodcastcourse.com. Anybody should just go check that out. Not a penny will be paid and you get to learn how to create and then launch your podcast. It's just my gift to the podcasting community because I know what podcasting has done for me and what it's, you know, doing currently for Carrie and other people like Anthony and just loving this medium. I love how, you know, Interviews that I recorded that you've listened to have inspired you to do this. And now you're going to be impacting people that I would never reach because they're following you for very different reasons and very great reasons. And I love the words ripple effect. Like that ripple effect is amazing. And I just can't wait to keep growing
0: that. That's it, man. It's all about the ripple effect, guys. Out there, You don't know the impact that you have on someone in the street, someone you know in the coffee shop, maybe you know on your podcast or in your business. You have to treat each and every interaction like that ripple effect is either going to be a positive one or a negative one, and what kind of energy and and love and light are you bringing out to the world? Right? Energy, love, and light. I love those words. That's it, man. So JLD, I know we dove into kind of where you're at right now, but what I want to do for the listeners is take it back to you know, baby JLD, like when you sure. were just a a, a little Nino in uh, Espanol terms, you know, you've been <laughs> practicing. Um, here we go. Your first hustle, what was it?
1: So my first hustle would definitely be cards, like um, baseball cards specifically. So I just can very clearly remember in the fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, you know I would love buying baseball cards, basketball cards, ripping them open, you know completing sets and so one thing I remember that I would always do that was kind of maybe my first hustle is I would buy those big box sets of the cards, I would go through them all, pick out all the ones that were worth more than a dollar, and then I would resell them to other people for like basically the same price that I bought the pack for i'd be like, "Hey, listen." I went through all these, I've ordered them by teams. Like you can see the players. So I I, I gave some perceived value, but at the same time, I took out all the valuable cards there. So then I was able to then go ahead and like sell those cards, like to a card shop and then buy my next um, deck and keep some money left over. So that's one of my first big hustles kind of realizing that, you know, you could actually buy something, add some perceived value to it, which was by organizing them by teams, by players, by whatever you wanted. But, at the, at the, but, but actually extracting value for yourself at the same time and then kind of going on and continue to kind of like grow that. So that, again, f- fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, I didn't know what I was doing, yeah. but that was kind of my first little hustle where I kind of learned the, the tricks of the trade and like what, what it meant to actually, you know, be a little hustler.
0: Yeah, there you go, man. And I think the term hustler has a bad connotation in some capacity. Guys, when I mean happy hustle, what I mean is doing whatever it takes to create your dream reality. You know, it's not illegal activities, hopefully. Uh, You know, (laughs) it's doing whatever it takes. That's what hustle means to me. And I think JLD as well. So- Yeah, and I'll even clarify
1: that a little on my perspective as well. It's like, when I hear people that are being like, oh, like- but I don't like to hustle. I don't like to grind. I don't like to do these things. I'm like, that's because you don't like what you're doing. Like mm-hmm. when you found what you love, like what Carrie is doing, you know, with biohacking secrets and all of this stuff, like when you find like what you love doing, which, which I do by interviewing successful entrepreneurs and building courses and writing journals and books for entrepreneurs it's not a like it's not like a grind, it's a happy hustle because I wake up every morning and be like, "Sweet, I have 10 interviews today on other people's shows," or "Sweet, I'm doing six interviews for Entrepreneurs on Fire," or "Sweet, I've locked off 4 hours today to write my book that I'm can't wait to publish to the world." You know, I just actually signed a great deal with HarperCollins Leadership what? for the book coming in uh, Dude, G- congrats. Uh, sorry, Spring 2021. So it's a ways away, but you know, I'm already putting in the work, putting in the hustle for that, but it's happy hustle. And I'll keep coming back to that, not just yeah. to your show, because it's, it's the right phrase for what it is that I do, for what it is that you do. So people that have kind of a bad connotation with that word,
0: they're just doing the wrong thing. I think you nailed it right there, brother. Seriously. I mean, you hear JLD, he's, he's out there hustling every single day. Every day. Yeah. And he's enjoying the journey and the hustle it's not like oh i got to grind and and spend hours doing something i don't care about it's all about identifying your passion and your purpose and then you will wake up and not work a day in your life <laughs> you yeah know?
1: and listen i'm not bill gates i'm not jeff bezos like i'm not like the billionaire status and i probably never will because that's not a goal of mine mm-hmm. but the reality is like i have made myself a multi multi millionaire many times over and we're talking about liquid assets so like i could literally just go out to my hammock in the backyard here and read a book or just like watch Netflix and just like take in this. And by the way, I definitely do that sometimes That's yeah. part of my overall week. I went snorkeling for two hours in the Caribbean with a buddy yesterday. Then we, then we spent the whole day watching football. I do those things for sure. But I mean, if that was the only things that I were doing, then I wouldn't be happy because I love being relevant in this world. I love hustling on things that I love doing. So, I'm no longer doing it because I'm trying to build a bankroll, like bankroll built end of story. I'm doing it now because I just want to keep making a bigger impact in the world, loving what I'm doing. And, you know, just loving the game too. Like I'm about to go big on this Tony Robbins launch coming up here in in February. And I just got done like a two hour strategy session with my team of what we're going to be doing for it to make sure that we get top 10 again. So I can be spending four days with Tony at his resort in Fiji. And like, I don't need to do that. Like, I don't have to do that for a few hundred thousand dollars in revenue we're going to make. But I want to because it's fun. And I know that people that I get into his course are going to have great results when they apply themselves. And it's just going to be a win win for everybody. For sure, man. And it's Tony Robbins. I mean, it's Tony. (laughs) It's Tony. He just sent me a voice text yesterday because I'm one of the top 10. And I'm just like, that, that alone is enough. Cause he was yeah. just like excited for me to be back into the, you know, this thing this year. And I'm like, Tony, taking the time to send me a voice text message, like that I'm keeping that,
0: like that's, yeah. that's mine he's the goat of personal development. There's no one goat. who has a Tom in- Brady of yeah. personal development. He really is. I mean, it's unreal what, what he has built and how many lives he has positively impacted and, you know, being one degree of separation from him, you know, he lives right down the street. So we're actually yeah. working in some capacity to help him in his health and optimize. He needs it. And Secret. Yeah, he does. So we're, we're trying to help him and, and, add value because he's added so much value to us. But that's what it's about is just being able to enjoy the game, like you said, and building a legacy in the process. That's what it's all about, my brother. You know, I want to ask you who has instilled this grit and hustle into you because you obviously had it from an early age. Who, if if anyone, has maybe shaped your your grit and hustle? I can definitely
1: honestly say that my father is the one individual who shaped that because from a very young age, we had my father who would get up early in the morning. he was a lawyer, but he didn't like go to some corporate office like he had his own shingle, had his own office, he just went there every day, and he just worked hard and he busted his butts. you know he definitely um, was very vocal about the fact that he made a very, very good living, which I love is that he really yeah. instilled the fact that you you can and you should talk about money yeah. because that needs to be part of like a child's upbringing is like not to think that money doesn't grow on trees and you know. You know, shut off that light because you're wasting a penny. It's like that just evolves a level of scarcity within, you know, that a lot of people have a hard time unwinding. My father was the opposite. He was like, you know, come look at like how much I made this year, but this is how much work it took. And I was able to make this much because of the extreme value that I'm giving to people because of my skill set. So I was able to equate like hard work generating revenue and the value that you were giving to people with revenue at a very young age. And that just really instilled like a lot of what I still carry to this day today. But then also at the same time, knowing that like when I got home from work at 3 p.m. and all my friends' parents were still working their little grind till 5 p.m. because they were working for a boss, I could call my dad up and say, dad, come down to the park, throw me some baseballs. I want to practice hitting and fielding and all this stuff. And he would do it. All, I'm talking three, four, five days a week. I mean, he was able to plan his schedule. He would be busting his butt early in the morning, early afternoon, but then he would be there for me time-wise to come and play baseball and basketball and practice. So he's like, and I was like, that's what happens when you're your own boss. And so like all of these reasons, like instilled to me, like hard work, grit, hustle, and the, re- and the rewards that can happen from it. And, you know, he's still working and he's pretty much going into his seventies right now. He never had like this dream to retire because he loves, you know, he really loves the impact that he makes. He really loves being relevant in the town that he works in, in Southern Maine. And so he's like, why would I retire? Like, what am I going to do? Like, am I just going to like put around the house where every, you know, where so many other people are just like, you know, like on their hands and knees, why can't 65 come soon enough? Like who wants to be begging for 65 to come so you can retire? Like, What about living life now in this amazing, healthy capacity that we can do by learning from you, you know, by working hard at your health and your wellness and your fitness and your nutrition, like it's all
0: there. So my dad, he was the one that instilled this all into me. Yeah, man. That's amazing. Because I think my father is similar role model in that grit and hustle for me personally. Both of my parents were entrepreneurs, but I know looking at my father and his work ethic, getting up early, staying late, doing whatever needed to be done to put food on the table for our family. It's your environment that shapes you in some capacity. And you do have to take accountability. Let's say you didn't grow up with the perfect parent or someone who did shape that entrepreneurial journey for you you can take accountability for now your current environment, guys. If you're out there listening and maybe you didn't have the perfect upbringing, that's okay. We all had adversity. We all have to persevere, but now you control your five closest relationships. Like my main uh, man, JLD says, you're the sum of your five closest relationships. So look to who's in your corner, who's connecting with you online, who is going to get coffee with you. Do they raise your vibration or do they bring you down? And that's, what it's, that's what's important, right? To, to build that community and that environment of people who bring you up.
1: I think you nailed that too. And, you know, <laughs> my father, although really being a great man, in a lot of capacities, you know, had a lot of shortcomings as well. And so that's why it's so important to, you know, say, okay, what do I want to learn and take away from this relationship, both on the good side and on the sides that I want to, you know, avoid And then, how do you surround yourself with those five people? Because you are, like you mentioned, the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So then, you know, maybe where my dad had some massive shortcomings with certain things, you know, I would go and try to look and find other mentors who were incredibly strong in that. So I would take the best from my dad, learning wise, the best from these individuals, and I'd be able to kind of concoct like this Frankenstein of just great entrepreneurial business, like health, um, hustle, grits, all that stuff into what I was aspiring to be.
0: Speaking of aspiring to be, what did you initially want to do growing up as a kid? What what were you thinking that, that JLD was going to grow up and be or do?
1: I mean, as a young kid, I had a pretty common aspiration. I wanted to be the starting shortstop for the Boston Red Sox. And nice. honestly, <laughs> up until the sixth grade, it was just like, oh, could this possibly happen? Because I was like the best in the all around. Oh, nice. you know. But then I kind of, you know, got a little bit older. I kind of stopped growing and, and like developing mm-hmm. and people around me kind of kept it. And I was like, okay, like I'm a very above average athlete, but not by any stretch a great athlete. And that's not going to happen. So, honestly, I kind of went to college like with a blank slate, not really knowing what was going to happen. I did go on an Army ROTC scholarship, knowing Mm -hmm. that I was going to spend the next eight years post college as an officer in the U.S. Army. So, I kind of just went through life, just specifically from 17 on, knowing that like I just had this kind of path laid out for me for most of my 20s. And I always was just like, you know what? During those "quote unquote" eight years of service in the army. I'll figure it out. So I never like had like this, I want to be an astronaut or a fireman or this or that. My dad, you know, t- to his credits, you know, was never like, you should need to be a lawyer because he was just like, it's kind of a brutal grind. You're dealing with people, sometimes they're worse. And so he never pushed that. Um, so I was just always just like, okay, I don't think that's what I want to take, but I didn't have a good sense of what I wanted to do. And frankly, <clears throat> that maintained throughout my entire time. In the army. I just figured one day I'll wake up and know what I want to do then all of a sudden I'm out of the military, you know, after my um eight years of service.
0: And I'm like, I actually still don't know what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay, guys, if you're listening out there, first of all, JLD, thank you for your service, brother. I appreciate you and salute you for your efforts. Thank eight you, years. I know you had a couple tours overseas. Yeah. So appreciate you, brother, for that. I mean, thank you. It's, uh it's powerful. The life you've you know, lived. If you're looking back, you know, from being a shortstop, like, <laughs> so then you, I know you did go to law school for a little bit. Then, yeah. you you know, we're an officer in the army. Now you run a successful online business that positively impacts millions of people. I mean, it's, it's awesome to just be in your presence and to have you on. Thank you. So it's, I, I, I'm not trying to just, you know, toot your horn the whole show, but I, I just want to say, man, it's I can tell first, it's genuine. Uh, and that yeah, means a lot. It's the real deal man. And I just want to keep it 100 on this show all the time. Yeah. You know, and, that's and I'll what kind step wow. out
1: here and say also like i've met and hung out with carrie in person and it's just like this is who he is in person when there's no cameras rolling when it was just me and him hanging out like this is you so like you're not putting on a persona you're not putting on an act like this is just who
0: you are which is pretty awesome thank you man i, I receive that as well I, I try to just live life you know with Positive energy and and bringing the love and light to everyone i meet <laughs> obviously i don 't you know always do that <laughs> and we 're humans yeah we're we humans. all we 're all human, but guys it 's it's about setting your intention every single day. How do you want to show up in the world? How do you want a happy hustle? What do you want to be remembered for you know when looking back, what does that dash mean on your great on your tombstone right Ooh, think about what that. does that mean in between those two dates when you were born and when you died, and what, what do you want? Your legacy to be so. I think it's, um, you know, really awesome what you've been able to create for your dash, brother. And I, I'm excited to. I know it's just the start for you too. I mean, <laughs> so it's awesome. Well, I'm living to 150, so I mean, I got some time. There you go, and we're going to help you get there. So, all right, I'm going to transition to some more tangible happy hustle hacks for the listeners. Give us one of your favorite happy hustle hacks for your health.
1: So, for my health, it's all about my morning routine. Like, Mm -hmm. I know that a lot of people wake up with the best intentions. They're like, okay, I just got a few things I want to handle in the morning, like work wise or like whatever it might be. But, you know, I'm going to get to like what I need to do for my health or like exercise for whatever it might be like later in the day. And then, you know, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't because life happens, things come up, you lose energy, all this stuff. So, for me, I just make it a non negotiable. I have this 90 minute morning routine that I am just an absolute slave to. And I just, won't deviate from that. You can't book me, talk to me, engage with me for those first 90 minutes. Like Kate, my significant other, love her to death. She's not getting in the way of my morning routine. Like she needs to come with me with some kind of compound fracture before I'm pulling (laughs) out of that. Because I know the importance of getting that stuff done bright and early, crushing it, knocking it out, not rushing through it. That's why I'm giving myself 90 minutes. But I wanted to take one quick step back. It didn't start at 90 minutes, by the way. It was a 20-minute morning routine a few years ago. Then I went to 40, then an hour. And then I've kept trying to figure out how can I continue to add great stuff to my morning routine while I'm optimizing my business so that I can really make sure that I'm just really continuing to elongate that. And who knows, maybe I'll be two hours next time we talk. Maybe I'll be two and a half hours. Maybe I'll still be at 90 minutes because I found that this is the sweet spot. Like Time will tell, but I'm always adjusting, always tweaking. But for me, it always starts with, incredible hydration in the morning, like rehydrating myself after, of course, I check my aura ring sleep score to make sure that I actually got some deeply sort of sleep that night. Um, when I'm always in bed by nine, nine 15, cause you know, that, that killer sleep comes before midnight. So I make sure that's all squared mm-hmm, away that mm-hmm. I'm hydrating and you know, to make sure I'm getting my vitamin D, my vitamin C, all those things as part of that first, you know, morning drink of 32 ounces of water, really doing all that up. Then I'm getting out, I'm w- doing a nice little walk around my community to kind of get the blood flowing, getting some natural vitamin D from the great mm-hmm. Puerto Rico sun here, getting into my gym. You know, I'm doing now a Peloton session every single morning, which I'm loving. That's new. But I've added that to my routine, but I'm really kind of liking that, that initial cardio. I have a, a virtual trainer. Where I'm doing 30 minutes of strength training every single day as well, five days a week with him. So I'm not just doing chronic cardio. I'm also like mm-hmm. really doing some awesome strength session, uh, strengthening, uh, strength sessions as well mm-hmm. thanks to you guys inspired me i actually yeah. got some battle ropes so now I'm nice. doing battle ropes is <laughs> part of my routine as well which i'm definitely kicking butt in then i kind of end that little gym session with a 30 minutes infrared sauna which i'm like obsessed <sighs> with nailed it um, i love the infrared sauna my functional medicine doctor who i'm like obsessed with said that like like that is some of the best use of your time like in a realistic mat- matter to like improve initial like immediate health but also longevity mm-hmm. as well one thing I want to add to my routine, if I can figure it out to make it happen in a realistic way, <clears throat> I got to get that ice bath going. Honestly, ah, I
0: hope you. I was hoping you were going to say that.
1: I don't have that in yet, and and unfortunately in Puerto Rico we can't even ha- get have cold showers. Like there's just no such thing. Like the water just does not get cold. So I mean, like you can't. Cold even, freezer,
0: like, chest freezer. Can you get a chest freezer from? That's what we
1: need to talk yeah. about. Yeah, we got. I mean, it. We'll I, get you I, one. I did it yeah. at your at uh, Anthony's place, and yeah. you know it was it was a great experience. It really was. So, I mean, that's going to be part of it. And then and only then am I kind of like going up, taking a shower, finishing, you know, like brushing my teeth, doing that jazz. And then I go in my little chase lounge back over here in the corner where I'm meditating, journaling, really clearing my headspace before I then turn to the computer, which I'm looking at right now, to start my quote unquote business day, which may last for four hours, which may last for six hours. Or, you know, in certain times when I just really am batching, which we may or may not get to later um, in this interview, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to work 10 or 12 hours. And by the mm-hmm. way, I had the energy, you know, not every day, but, yeah. uh, you know, on specific sprint days and I had the energy to do so because of everything that I just talked about.
0: Yeah, I think your morning routine is so vital to success. You win the day in the morning, guys. It's critical. And JLD just broke down his you know, multi-million-dollar routine. So if you weren't listening, go back. You know, like, and I'm not that. To like I'm
1: not trying to like toot my own horn, but like my time's unbelievably valuable. Yeah. Like I do ten thousand-dollar days with people where they come down. I spend one day with them, and they pay me ten thousand dollars to like put my brain onto their business and send them off with a plan. So do that hourly rate, yeah. And I am taking that hourly rate, and I'm dedicating ninety minutes to do that morning routine because I know what is
0: life without health? Yeah, man. That, I think you crushed it. All right. Your happy hustle hack for money. Let's, let's hear it. Your favorite happy hustle hack for money right now, how you manage your wealth, anything tangible that you can give the listeners? Absolutely. A
1: couple things. Number okay. one, that axe behind you is kind of making me a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm glad that we're separated by a couple thousand <laughs> miles here.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just kidding. <that's> a, <laughs> that,
1: thing's, that thing's awesome. That's so Anthony right there. I it can is. Only it imagine. is. It's his but dad's,
0: dad's uh, fire commander. Uh, oh, was, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool.
1: So, uh, initial money hack, and I kind of want to give a couple here, but the initial money hack that I want to give is my friends, you have to figure out a way that when you actually start making money, to keep the money you make, you have to learn how to keep the money you make. There's a great book by Michael McCallowitz. It really should be required reading for all entrepreneurs. It's called Profit First. Mm. Michael McCallowitz, Profit First. It will change the game for anybody who just at the end of the month is like, "Why is there no money left over for me? There's no money left over for you because you're not following a system." And this profit first system is amazing. Michael's a great guy. He's a friend of mine. He's actually coming out of Puerto Rico next week for an in-person mastermind that I'm hosting here. Like, but that is just the system. So that would be like an initial hack of how do you actually keep the money that you make in this world? I was making millions of dollars a year um, in California, but I was also writing seven-figure checks a year to Uncle Sam. So, how did I hack the system and say, How am I going to keep more of the money that I make? I went from paying 51% tax in California the 4% tax in Puerto Rico. That's a 47% raise I gave myself. I can now work half as hard and make the same amount of money, but I'm still making millions of dollars a year. But now I'm keeping all of that money that I make, which is an absolute financial game changer. Like I bought this house I'm standing in. You can't tell here from just this image, but But it's a $2 million house on the Caribbean, unbelievable views. You can go to my um, video, eofire.com slash crib. You want to like a little walkthrough of this house. It's unbelievable. This $2 million house was paid off by tax savings in 17 months, period. Damn. Just in those 17 months, this house was essentially free. Oh, and we're out of state in California. Like I would have given that that money to the to the government. So like First off, keep the money that you make. You have to figure out how you do that. You know, listen, the Inc. 500 is great. And there's some companies on there that are doing amazing things. But I'll tell you, when I glance through it and I see like 60, 70, sometimes 80% of the companies are like, we did $9.4 million in revenue, you know, with 263 employees. I'm like, that's not a business. Are they they yeah. don't have any money at the end of the year, they're either working on a razor thin profit margin or they're losing money, which a lot of them are. So don't just look and think that bigger is better. Like if you want to build a big company with a lot of people in your team, go for it. If that's your dream, chase that dream and, and do it. I have friends that are doing that right now. Amy Porterfield's really going big on building her team. Pat Flynn's going big on building his team. But that's not the team that I, that's not the life that I want to live. That's not the business I want to like, I want to be able to go for 90 days on a world trek and, and be intentional about it, have a small lean team. But that's the thing is like, don't get wrapped up in all these companies that you just see are generating all this, they'll call it gross profit. Cause a lot of times it is gross. Cause their gross mm-hmm. profit is a big number and their net is like almost nothing. And sometimes in the negative, um, cause guess what? Anybody. And I mean, anybody can inflate and increase their gross profit. How do you do that? You buy more Facebook ads, you buy mm-hmm. a Super Bowl commercial. So of course you're going to make more money, but you're also having expenses through the roof. So just have that kind of that mental note of like, you want to be keeping the money that you make in this world. Now on a more just lower kind of pragmatic level that applies to everybody when it comes to making money, everybody tries to overcomplicate things. You know, they mm-hmm. really think they need to have 15 different funnels and all these different offers and tripwires and welcome ads and all this stuff. And listen, ClickFunnels is part of the problem for, for creating that in a long ways. And look, you're looking at their number one affiliate. So I love Russell. I love
0: ClickFunnels. Yeah. But these partners they, in our business too. So we're, we are amazing.
1: Yeah. They're amazing. And guess what they figured out? They were spreading all that for a while, overwhelming people, but they said, you know what, what's actually going to work? one funnel. And that's why now you'll see them promoting the crap because they sponsor my podcast. Yep. And so they're, what they're promoting on my podcast is their one funnel away challenge. And mm-hmm. that's it. You focus for 30 days on one funnel because you just want to keep it simple, have one amazing funnel. So if ClickFunnels has figured that out and they spent millions of dollars getting there, use that information for free now, take their $100 one funnel away <laughs> challenge, by the way, too, because it's an amazing course. In yep. um, 30 days, you get support, lives for all this stuff and have one simple funnel. And guess what? This is the pragmatic level. That one funnel, all it does is this. It it, it it provides a major solution for a real problem or pain point that your audience has. So here's your audience right here. You talk to people in your audience and you say, what are you struggling with? Mm-hmm. You listen to them. You tabulate all their information. You know, 20% of people are going to have all different and random answers, but 30, 40, 50, 60% of people are all going to be saying about the same thing. Because again, this is your audience. They're all going to have very similar problems, 60, 70, 80% of those people. You figure out which one of those very similar and high quantity problems that, that people are having, and you provide a massive solution to that problem. And then you offer that solution to that audience in a very high value um, funnel way, yep. in that one single funnel, and then you start generating revenue, you start making money. And I'll give you guys one real quick Entrepreneurs on Fire example. I launched Entrepreneurs on Fire in 2012. If you had told me one year later, I was going to be launching what is now the biggest podcasting community in the world, teaching people how to create, grow, and monetize their podcast, I would have said, you're crazy. Like, I barely <laughs> yeah. know how to podcast. People don't even want that anyways. I mean, who would want that? Um, but guess what? I talked to my audience over the course of that first year. Over and over again, people are saying, John, I love how you're sharing your message with the world. I'm passionate about gardening or health or um, ba- you know, dancing or being a ballerina or music. How do I share my message on my passion with the world? How do I start my podcast? Because there's nothing out there for it. Now, there's like a couple crappy blog posts. So mm-hmm. what did I do? I said, hmm, here's an opportunity. Let me create a massive solution to a major problem. My audience is already telling me that they have. And guess what? That turned into, Hey, you're listening to entrepreneurs on fire right now. If you enjoy the episode we just did with Carrie, I hope you go to the show notes page and enjoy it. By the way, if you ever thought about launching your own podcast, go to freepodcastcourse.com. It's free. They'll yep. teach you how to create and grow uh, create and launch your podcast. It's a no brainer, irresistible offer. It's the lead generator into my funnel. They yep. take that course and then offers them a free masterclass that's an hour long that gives you even more tactics on how to grow your podcast and monetize. Then at the end of that, it just says, Hey, for anybody that wants to really be part of a thriving community, get access to JLD every single day in a Facebook group and some other big benefits, join Podcasters Paradise. 97 a month, 997 per year. Join Paradise. And guess what? That one single funnel, which is one solution to one pain point. Has netted me over $6 million since 2013. Boom. Guess what? That's one of over four multi-million dollar funnels that we've created since we launched our podcast. So that's what I have to say about keeping money and then going on a more pragmatic level about how you can actually make the money that you uh how you can actually make that money in the first place.
0: Nailed it, guys. It's all about keeping the money that you make and adding value to the marketplace, solving your customers' problems. JLD nailed it. And I want to respect your time. We got, you know, only a couple minutes left. So I want to do a quick rapid fire round with you. Are you ready? Let's do it. Two minutes. All right. All right. Here we go. Your favorite happy hustle hack for spirituality. <sighs> Gotta meditate every single day. Best business advice. Try not to become a person of success,
1: but rather a person of value. That's an Einstein quote. And when you think about that quote and you just start trying to provide value to this world, everything improves.
0: Favorite cliche saying.
1: Uh, Cliche saying. Ooh, that's hard. Um, Fake it till you make it is my least favorite. I think that's terrible (laughs) advice. You got to be authentic and document your journey. When When you suck at something, show that you suck and take people with you. Favorite book? The One Thing by Gary Keller. Because again, it's all about just focusing on that one thing and becoming the best.
0: Love that book. One word you want synonymous with your name for life. I'm going to go with happy because it's true, man. Because what else? I
1: mean, if I'm, if I'm healthy, I'm happy. If I'm wealthy, I'm happy. So like, let's just be happy.
0: One thing you're most grateful for right now in this moment? My health. Awesome, brother. Feel great
1: can't be happier about it
0: jld i'm so grateful for you where can the happy hustlers out there go and find more about you where can we follow you online give us some uh, some links
1: eofire.com that's where all the magic happens that's our headquarters we have killer free courses there free podcasting course a free course on creating masterminds on creating funnels and guess what All of those free courses are unbelievably valuable, but they also get you into my funnels, which you should be going through and studying and then applying the principles that I've utilized over the years and perfected over the years for your funnels.
0: Boom. And of course, I would
1: love if people listen to Entrepreneurs on Fire, my podcast. Yeah,
0: amazing podcast. Last question, what does happy hustling mean to you?
1: Happy hustling means getting up every single day, improving your health, improving your wealth, and loving doing every aspect of that.
0: JLD, I'm so grateful for you, brother. Much love. Thank you so much for your time. We got to run it back eventually, but we'll see you soon. We'll make it happen, brother. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Happy Hustle podcast. I truly am so grateful that you took the time out of your busy day to spend time with me. Now, if you got any value from this episode or any episodes in the past, it would mean the world to me if you could please leave a five-star review and share this episode with your friends so we can continue to spread this message. Guys, as always, it's been a blast. Now, go out there and happy hustle for your dream reality.